1: Episode 22, and we've got a bit of a special guest for this one. Uh, We've got from Zenith Sports, Malcolm Banks. Um, We've known Malcolm for a couple of years now because he's a a judo coach at our jiu-jitsu club. But on top of that, with Zenith Sports, he does a lot of uh, tackling training for um, AFL clubs. He's done TAC, he's done the women's AFL, a lot of schools around the place. Soccer, rugby as well. And yep. professional wrestling, a bit of wrestling. Um, so we we sat down with Mal and had a chat, and it went on for for a little bit. We went on a bit over three
2: hours. I was gonna say, I wish we started earlier. We should have started during the day or something, because yeah. I was ready to keep on going. Do <laughs> it was
1: great. Um, so we're, we're going to split this up into two. But we're um, we trying to do a few of these. Um, I don't want to call them interviews. They're conversations, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I going... call them character profiles, something like that. <laughs> going balls deep. Yeah, we're going yeah. balls deep with Malcolm
1: Banks. <laughs> um, but uh, so. Anybody that we have for these interviews, we've decided that um, we're going to um, welcome them in with the best buffalo chicken wings in Australia. Yep. Um, so uh, while we were um, feeding Mal up on his buffalo chicken wings, we actually had the microphones on, so here's what he said about them.
3: That looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Can I come again? Yeah? Absolutely. Hold yeah. up. Right. Right. Sorry, I only half the story then. <laughs>
1: So there you go. So when we say they are the best in Australia, you know we're not talking shit. Yeah. Um, so uh, with Mal, uh, we've uh, like I said, we decided to split it up into two. This first one is uh, about his judo background and uh, uh, rising through the ranks and, and uh, heavy competing and uh, even having to run at the uh, at the Olympics and being on the Olympics training squad. Yep. Um, so here we go with part one of our going balls deep with Malcolm Bangs. Enjoy. Um, all right, we'll start real simple then then. Um uh, yep. judo,
3: how'd you start? Um my mum actually did judo uh as a young lady. Yep. And um basically my introduction to it was her throwing me into bed when I was a kid, <laughs> and, uh, pushing you know, pushing me around doing Ogoshi and stuff like that to make me go to bed and things like that. Okay, um, we're
1: going to have to stop you every time you say, you say Japanese. Uh, absolutely. Just so sorry, we can explain. Sorry, sorry, hip... No, I want you to say the Japanese. Okay. So, then, and then...
3: Yep, so Ogoshi, which is a major hip throw. Major, so, yeah, yeah. So uh, my mum used to throw me into bed and stuff like that. That being said, um, she had a car accident, uh, which damaged her back. So she... That was before having me. So she'd sort of finished up, and, and she had a love right. for it. She was actually coached by my coach, which, yep. is, which is Arthur Moore's head. And... Um, From there, it was more to the point where it was just sort of in the home, young, just learned a little bit. Um, I was more enamored with soccer. I I played soccer at at school, Uh, was a soccer goalie. And then from there, progressed into- into Sorry, I thought you said you played. So, so, um, I'm going to give you that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so with that, um, uh, the the school I went to, I was playing- um, against, I believe it was Campbell or Grandma. I was playing, I, I went to school at Yarra Valley. Those uh, bastards. Uh, <laughs> well, what, what uh, am I talking to Campbell or Grammar? We have no stuff. idea. No, well, they are <laughs> bastards, but we, we <laughs> um, And in one particular day, I, I uh, slid in for a ball. Both my hands were, my hands were out. And um, the striker actually jumped on both my hands, yep. um, which caused me to get rather upset and, and throw a few punches. To which I was then red carded. I was only about, I think I was only like thirteen or something. Like it was just, I just it was like I, I ripped open my gloves and there were stop marks on my hand. Yeah, and yep. and I like looked at the looked at the uh, the umpire and the umpire was like, you know, I didn't say it. I did. Like, yep. well, what's that? To which
1: it's almost if the glove don't fit, then you've got to yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
3: You've got to hit. You've got to yeah. hit. Yeah. To, to which. I, I got sent off and as I was walking off, um, the master in charge of the middle school, his name was Norman Maggs, um, and was also the master in charge of rugby, just sort of grabbed me by the scruff of the neck and just turned around and said, it's, you know, tough day, mate. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, he just like looked at me and said, have you ever thought about coming and playing rugby? And I went, yeah, why not? So yeah. the next year I was eligible to play rugby as, as a, you know, was, Year, what was it? Year nine, I think it was. We were eligible to play. I was actually the youngest on the team because yep. uh, I was actually young, younger yeah. in my, oh, in yeah, my, yeah. In my bottom, yeah. bottom age. Yeah. Yep. And um, <clears throat> so my parents were quite a little bit worried about it, and uh, apparently Magsy came around and had a chat to them. Did these interview thing and said, "Don't worry about it. We'll just bench him for the whole year." <laughs> and he'll learn. Yeah, sixteen people signed up for rugby. Rugby is, of course, a fifteen-man <laughs> sport. Uh, one of those guys broke their arm Ooh. in the first game of a round robin. Damn, he broke cool. his humorous th- I, I, I'm, I'm getting to the judo. Trust me. Yeah. So, no, so, no, no. So, so he bro- he broke his arm in the first round. So all of a sudden, there's fifteen of us. So, so my parents weren't too. And so it was, first fifteen. Absolutely, yep. it was a bat- <laughs> baptism of fire, youngest ever. So under sixteen, I was playing under sixteen game, and I was technically under fourteen or something, and um, ended up playing it. Loved it. It was yep. my absolute first love.
2: Yep.
3: Um, we were taught to play hard. We were taught to play fair. We yep. were when I when I made first grade at school. Our coach was of the ilk that if I see you punch. You better take him out because I am dragging <laughs> yeah. you with yeah. him. Yeah. Do not punch if you, if, you know, if you, you cop it physically, you give it back within the within yeah. the bounds yeah. of the game. So fast forward that, uh, continued to play, um, went to university, finished finished school. Obviously, went to university, ended up in clubland playing for um, both Box Hill and Croydon in the day, which is now Marunda. Right. Okay. And yep. um, sort of in between, and it was because of training nights as opposed to university. wanted yep. over and always right. changed clubs. Yep. That being said, half of my school friends were either Croydon or Box Hill. Right. right. So those games were really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were all measuring each other up and looking <laughs> of course. at course. So so that was <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, so making Colts great, so under twenty one back in those days was a was a bit of a it was basically the next thing under first grade. Yep. Yep. In those days, second grade was, you know, thirty uh, five year old blokes yeah, that yeah. had had it's a, like, country league. It's yeah, like country league, had had a, had a really crap day at work or crap week at <laughs> yeah, yeah. work, and didn't want to take it out on the kids and the wife, yeah. so <laughs> just really come out and just go bang. Yeah. So, I was trying to make my way into, into Colts Grade and stuff like that. I got a little bit, I got, I got quite ill at one stage, took some time off, came back to Colts Grade, tried to make my way into first, was going to be rather difficult. And the first thing that I'd, I, I never really started on a bench. Yep. and I um, got benched, and I was working at the time as well, and it was sort of like every second weekend, you can't do this, you know. Yep. And I wanted a guaranteed game, and I got yep. a slap on the back, and it was sort of like, go to seconds, go, go, go and play seconds. So anyway, I went and played seconds, I was a flanker, um, blindside flanker. I've come off, uh, grabbed the ball, gone, gone in for a, in a, into a ruck of some description, and I, remembering this second grade thing, this guy, the winger, has come off his line, rucked my head, Ooh, and then run damn. back onto his line. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like looking up, just like mate, like <laughs> I, know, I know where you are. And yeah. I, so later on, I, f- I found seeing two of you, yeah, I'm going to go for the one in the middle. So I found him, and and, and but for me, it was that thing where, um, young, probably very arrogant. Yep. <laughs> very. Because it's of... amazing how those two go together. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eddie, it it's just, just that thing about being young and arrogant. I took my bat and my ball and went home. I thought, yep. you know, I don't want to get into the fight, so I yep. prefer, prefer to play rugby for rugby's sake. Yeah. Um. So I left and um, I took about a year off. And I'm competitive. I'm competitive, but I'm not competitive. If that makes the yeah. self-competitive.
4: Uh, you uh, like yeah, the competition. I but love
3: you're not the competition. I love the competition and. Uh, a few people have said this to me. I never got as far as I could have in certain ways because I was too nice. Yeah. Yep. And um, I'm sort of happy with that. But, th- but that being said, I was competitive on the mat and I'd yeah. do that sort of thing. So I was sort of getting competitive and, and doing nothing and I really wanted to do something. So I just, out of just out of the blue, I just went, um, oh, I might try Judah. And know, how, how old were you at this stage? This 20, I reckon I was back 20, 23. Wow. Jump back on. So that being said, start all over again. Yeah. Right? yeah so start yeah, all exactly. over again. Um, and then from there, you know, and, so jump back on the mat um, and then it was real fits and starts sort of deal. Yeah. You know, yeah. you start it, you, you things get in the way because it's not part of your general routine. Yeah. Like, New things start hurting again. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and thank God for thank God for Arthur and his sprung floors. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, so pretty much... Um, got back into it, really, and then really hit it hard. Probably about ninety six, ninety seven, yep, yep, and really started pushing through. Um, into oh no 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 no, I reckon ninety eight, yeah ninety seven ninety eight. Really started hitting it hard and, and, and having a fair crack at it, and yep. that's when. So yeah, just made the call, and my in, my my first intention was I'd, I'd played uh, junior state rep. In rugby for schoolboys, yep, so right. I really so for me it was sort of like oh I might go and see if I can make a make a second state yep team yep. in a second sport in a second sport yeah so yeah and then that slowly but surely came up and then from there and and the one thing that I love about um, specifically my club which is Caulfield was that at that stage judo in Australia was at a golden era it was a yep. real we had this thing where um, just the names that I was able to compete with as, at a club level yeah. and also train with at a club level yep. were massive, and they've all gone on to do wonderful things. And, yeah, well, you and say,
1: that. around that time, like the Sydney Olympics would have already Absolutely. been known, so everyone's got hey, we can compete at home. And yeah,
3: and then that's the thing too—the funding. Funding. Was there. Yep. So, yeah. so you've yeah. got all this funding going on. So there's a lot of people that were so. These particular names, they just they were there, and the one thing that they did for a person who was competitive and for a person who hungered to be challenged, yep, yep. I was actually dragged up by the ears. Yep. So you had your two types <laughs> of you had your two types of of people. So you got the the social judoka that would sort of walk in, and they might shy away from the elite players. And yep, then they, yep. for me, it was just the point where hey. That's what I'm if here you for. Gonna a me, if you're going to throw me a thousand times, if I yep. rip one off on you, I'll be so happy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Andrew Collett, um, <laughs> so but arguably, in my opinion, one of the best technical judo play, judo players that, yep. that, that I've ever seen, and that yep. I've had the, 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 the pleasure of <laughs> pleasure <laughs> of, <laughs> of uh, sharing a <laughs> mat with. Um, if you threw Andrew, and that was a rarity. Yep. You basically had to look at the time because he was going to flog you, <laughs> yeah. for the next. And, and you knew it too. And he'd yeah. smile, he'd just grab you, and he'd be like, "Yeah, you got two and a half minutes of hell, mate." And he'd throw at will, he'd yeah. just bang, bang, bang. So, yeah. so, so that sort of stuff. So, yeah, um, that's how I got back into it. Um, and for mine, I got as far as I did. A from training, yeah. yeah. But B, I wasn't. I was told to a point that there was a natural part of me that was good yeah. yeah but also too because i i lacked the um you lack the experience in relation to those guys that have been doing it since they died yeah. yeah right yeah. um it was the point where i had to overthink everything yeah so okay. from a from a judo perspective or so from a jits perspective or from whatever when you really go through where you are and the the, the technicalities of okay if it was sort of colored by numbers yeah like yep. for i want of a better word yeah and then i would Okay, this equals that, this equals that, and then sort of put it to yeah. put it to my mind. That's that that to me is the only reason.
1: It's funny because I've it like that. When you start to listen to the coaches and they say do A, then B then C and you go, Okay, I'm actually gonna do A then B then C it tends to work that way. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: And you don't yeah. overthink it. And then I think the thing from a martial arts perspective and, and, and having um having experience in other places where they're just ready to run. Yeah. You, show, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, know, you show them the thing and then they're doing it hundred percent. You sort of yeah. like slow yeah. down, slow yeah. down get it right and they're all sort of like looking at you as in like and all you want to do is show them a mirror yeah
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: alright so it's like that guy that thinks he's like Usain Bolt going for the jog, and yeah. then he look, catches himself in the mirror and he's, he's all arms and swing wing, uh, you know windmills and stuff like that
1: yeah. so the, the white belt space we call it <laughs> and everyone's the done swimmer. it oh, yeah. swimmer <laughs> yeah.
4: you end up gassed after three and a half minutes and you're like how is this other fucker like some 40 year old bloke's still going fine. Yep. Cause yeah, because he's not holding his breath. Yeah. 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 That's what it's like... Holding your breath
2: is a killer. <laughs> Absolutely. But what I found, especially for uh, the same as with Judo and Jiu-Jitsu, is when you're learning the moves, having those steps are breaking down the mechanics of it, to those little parts, because you look at it in one fluid motion, and you're like, oh, yeah, I used to do this, this, this. But you don't realize there's one little yep. tiny variation of like a hip placement or a foot on in the inside or the outside that makes all the difference. Absolutely. Until well, yeah. so you break it down, so it's
1: that you go. Oh, all okay, right, I've got to concentrate on this grip. And they go, yeah. Okay, good. You got the grip right. Now yeah. we need that foot there, that foot there. Now this is going to go here. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Turn your heels out, spread
4: your toes, and those yeah. little yeah. details. Yeah. And you're it's, like, Oh my god, it just comes together. Yeah. yeah. I
1: did a, a, a private with uh, Mal. Oh, be a that year was a and a half time ago. It'll yeah. be a while ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, we did one throw for an hour, and I was just like, every little bit. Um, I've got it written down the hardest part was remember. getting back up afterwards
4: <laughs> I,
1: uh, no see, he, he was yeah. throwing <laughs> that's oh, sure. yeah. no, I, I was very I don't know if Mal was very um, accommodating or not but I didn't spend much time down on the mat it was, it was Mal going bang alright back now, now change this a little bit change this a little bit um, let's see if I I've, I've, this is how old it is I kept it on my notes on my iPhone and oh, I haven't wow. deleted it yet and yeah that's real slow
3: uh, <laughs> Diashi Diashi combo into a soto. oh there you go Yep, no, nah, one of the best. Okay, what's that in English? So, Dashi Barai, which is basically it's an outside foot sweep, or a, it's a, it's a simple foot sweep. Yep. And um, what happens is, rather than actually attack it, so so in judo you might have a direct attack. Yep. Or you might have a setup or a yep. combination. It's like so, a, for example, baiting for a trap yep. or something like that. So, or if it just doesn't work, so because yep. you might mistime it or what have you, or the person might be able to block it. So, so yep. the idea is, uh, what we were working on with with Heath was. Uh, as i foot swept or as he he attempted the foot sweep yep. the person would block it and put their weight on that foot yep. which then would allow him to take a step in right. step in and then go into a different throw from oh, osoto i think i know this so one. Yeah. Uh, which is a sort of gari which is a major outer reap of the leg so yep. um and it, it it's it's a very
1: I th- when I did, I think you said if you got this in a judo competition, they'd be very embarrassed.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, d'ashi. If you got Diashi, if you get foot sweeped if you get foot sweep, yeah. Um, just, just have a look. Go on YouTube and see high level judokas just getting either oichigari, uh, so yeah, O-chigari or Koichigari or Diashi, Yeah. And you watch the guy when he hits the deck. Watch him, just- watch his face when he gets <laughs> up, or watch him slap the mat or get <laughs> upset. It's a very yeah, it's 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 sort of like you've just been owned. You've been bent over the boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but so if you get the diashi but mind you, if you get the combination of the Osoto, they'd they'd sort of they sort of go, yeah. No, I avoided the bend over and he's yeah, okay. done something yeah. else. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely.
2: So, you'd almost prefer to just avoid that initial embarrassment to get beaten uh, 30 seconds from that time.
3: Oh, yeah, you it pretty much. It's, it's a bit
1: like uh, uh, DC when he fought Jones, John yeah. Jones. At least he got one take he got down. He one take down. <laughs> it was in the fifth. Yeah. But, and he, uh, Jones already had six of them, yeah. or whatever it was.
2: He's like, that's what I came here to do. <laughs> but yeah. But
1: the only um, disappointing thing I found, and it's with Jiu Jitsu as well. Um, like the names, like that was, um, you know, ashi uh, into a, um, a Soto. Yeah. Like, it sounds so cool in yeah. Japanese. Then you find out the translation, it's like, yeah, major hip throw.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like a literal <laughs> translation. <Yeah. laughs> like, Jits is
1: the same. You yeah. get these um, moves um, sound so cool. And you go, yeah, it means shoulder. Yeah. yeah. yeah
4: and until you get um, 10th planet guys coming in. So we're we going from hot dog to zombie to electric chair. Into the <laughs> truck. Yeah.
1: You <Yeah. laughs> see, they're, they're the two, there's very little in the middle. It's, it, you know, it sounds really cool, but it's actually, you know, real basic translation. It sounded or,
2: really cool when you were high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's 10th the planet. planet.
1: That's pretty much. <laughs> so so you did a little bit as a kid and then yep. went away and came back in the 20s. So um, how long was the until the, the black belt? Because I mean, black belt's still that yeah, mystique, isn't it? Yeah, it, no yeah, what, it definitely
3: but... is. Look, and, and that's the thing. I think it's one of the without without wanting to um, upset anyone out there that's listening from a martial arts perspective. We don't have many Taekwondo people. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all filled in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is. It's that thing where it, you know eight nine years. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. Legit. It's it's a, it's a it's a process. Yeah. And you you have to earn it. And yeah. and that's the thing. And uh, there was one. One saying that I once once heard and I think it stands today. I would rather be a Dan grade rated brown belt, yeah, than a brown belt rated Dan grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's a thing about it. So, and, and that was the thing that I loved about Arthur. Arthur would push you. He would sit there. Go, no, you're not ready yet. Yep. No, you're not ready yet. And then when you thought you still weren't ready, yep. you might get the the drag, and it'd be like, right, let's let's move here yep. and let's do this now. So, um. From a judo perspective, most of the—I wouldn't—from from from my understanding, most of the dan grades that you'd have in this country are worthwhile, worthy dan grades because of our system, because of the way the system works. We have a gradings policy, we have all that sort of stuff. So, and it's been around for a while. Absolutely, it's not Johnny Come Lately. Absolutely, and it it is that thing where you 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 can't—it's very difficult to accelerate at all. And yep. you, you pretty much can't in this day and age. Especially
1: yeah. with judo, you know, there is such a rich competition element to it. I mean, you can't you know, slap a belt on someone and then go to the comps and go, well, you champ. You embarrassed,
3: yeah. Well, yeah. You know,
1: the, the proof is on the map.
3: Every dog will have their day. Yeah. And yeah. I think the difference, yeah. with the, and, and a lot of people, especially the jits people, might not understand that generally in our competition-wise, it's open. Uh, yeah, yeah so no, the no, gratings no yeah, the yeah. are open. So, so you can find a yellow belt versus a black belt. Yep. Yep. those are the perfect opportunities for a yellow belt to just throw caution in the wind because <laughs> exactly, a black, yeah. belt, a black yeah. belt will Stucks come out. A... <laughs> black belt will come out and be rather, oh yeah, I yeah, got yeah. this, and I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it before where orange belts have just, oh gosh,ed the crap out <laughs> of them. decent black belts. And, yeah. and they're just, like, oh, gee. and you're that like, second Whoa. laps, yeah, yep. whoops, yeah, oh. you, know, you took it too lightly, and that's the thing. I think, and I love the, it, that's the thing I love about judo to that point where every dog can have their day. Yeah, I once fell over in a competition. It was just a local. Um, I went for a throw and I caught my caught my ankle on. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I will. <laughs> I, I caught my back of my foot on my gi pants yep, as I was yep. doing the turn slipped on my ass. and I was against a guy that was a little bit bigger than me. He's just and he was I think he was an orange belt or something. And he's jumped on the straight <laughs> up, bang, right? Now I, I, he didn't get the he didn't get the score for the throw, but he's now now in the difference the difference, Yeah, we're yep. in the So we're yeah. in groundwork. We're in you know yep. now the one thing that Jitsu guys love, they love to be on their back. Now if he's in my back and outside my guard so if he's past me, so let's say side control or North South or Keskatami. So, yeah. Right? That yep. sort of stuff. He will it's what's called also economy that's a hold down yep. now i got tw- in this day and age now you have 20 seconds to get out right, right? Yep. so this guy's on top right and he's heard the word also economy he's, won- he's gone to get up yep. and that's a local and I just pulled him back down like, no mate you've got me right just stay yeah. here stay yeah. here right <laughs> thinking full well that I was still pretty fit because it was later in my career that I would be able to roll him no problem I forgot how big he was <laughs> I pulled him back into basically side control <laughs> <Yeah>. so he- <laughs> And um, yeah, uh, he he beat me. <laughs> so, so, but that being said, as he stood up, he just like looked at me, and I just turned around and I said, "Well, you got to learn somewhere somehow." Yeah, and that's exactly. a point where, um, again, I think that a that that comes down to me not being yep a mongrel, yeah. uh, and <laughs> yep. probably too why nice. I lost. It, yeah, too nice. But also, too, it's that thing where the understanding of my sport. Uh, is that anything can possibly happen. Yeah. Mm. Whether it be your mistake, their mistake, <laughs> exactly. what so, have you. So exactly. that's
1: the, the judo equivalent of super
5: <laughs>
3: Absolutely. Exactly. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I mispronounce that. <laughs> but what, what I've found is that,
2: especially for white belts or the yellow belts in judo, is that you'll see there's so much to learn and it's impossible to really grasp it all at once. But, you'll always have that one move that you just naturally gravitate towards and you get good at it. And that's your one move that when you're learning, you know, you're practicing everything else, but you've got that one move that you really like doing.
1: Bruce Lee said, um, you know, I'd rather have,
4: uh, it's better to face a person that has done one punch a thousand times than a thousand punches punches one time. time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
2: And it's like, if you're not prepared that they're really good at that one, this thing, one technique yeah. and they catch you out, then that's when you get embarrassed. And that's exactly right.
3: That's exactly right. And unfortunately for white belts, yellow belts, and orange belts, it's generally a drop throw of some description. Right. And <laughs> yeah. they always seem to get it on other white belts, yellow belts, and orange belts. Yep. Hence, as you may remember, and maybe maybe a fair few people I, I was always taught, and this is, this is actually a... Um, What's the word? This is actually a new coaching thing that I've taught by a friend of mine yep. that he refuses to do any drop technique. He uh, won't no, really. teach it until you're higher up. Okay. For the simple right. fact where it is. It's that thing where I've got nothing else to do. I've got no other option. Hey, I'll just fall down on my ass, put yep. a leg out and hope you trip over. <laughs> you, you do that to a Dan Gray, we're basically on top of you straight away yep. Yep. or we'll counter that throw. Yep. we will counter that 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 attempt. So yeah, yeah. yeah so drop his groomers, Yoko Tominagi or Tominagi, So the old TV. I, I like Tominagi. In, yeah, <laughs> in the in the in the gut with the foot throw, <laughs> flick him over. Yep. Looks great. It does. If you miss it, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've got a very good story about missing Tom and Um, One particular day at Caulfield, we we had these gentlemen from. Uh, we had this gentleman from uh, Central Asia slash Russia type type yep. areas, and they gravitated towards our club a lot. Right. Um, and um, one particular day, that they'd obviously done something. I think the gentleman, I'm not going to name this person because he's still around. Um, he was. I think. <laughs> I it was,
1: think I might actually know him because
3: he might. Did he come to the uh, Rendaramis? Yes. Yep. Okay. I know yeah. who it is then. So, um, yeah. So this particular gentleman, who is a little bit older than I am, he was yep. a yellow belt, but he this guy had Sambo. Right, Sombo yeah. Sambo background, yeah. all right? Yeah. And very stiff, very, yeah. Anyway, one particular day, we're, we're doing all these randouries and all this sort of stuff, and I like to look over, and, and the mat was quite, this was sort of in the, the old heyday, and the mat was quite busy.
2: Yeah.
3: And there's this bloke just lying lifeless, not this gentleman, but the, another bloke just lying lifeless, face down on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> I like lift him up. His nose, his nose is broken. Yeah. There is, there is blood all over the mat. I like look at him and I go, mate, are you all right? He's dazed. Like oh his nose is like all crooked, and I'm like, mate, where's your partner? Are you okay? And he's just, he's like, he's like deer deer in headlights, looking at me, like going,
5: yeah. Like,
3: so I've like got him up and sat down. And I'm like looking around. Everyone else has got partners except this one. So, so, so they've either scarpered or the ghost of the judo club just kind of bang. Next thing you know, this particular gentleman just sort of like sheepishly walks out of the toilet. I've like, like sat this guy down. I'm like, hey, person. Did you, were you his partner? Yeah. And I'm like, mate, you I just, I looked, I said, what happened? He goes, oh, I, I did Tom and Argie, right? apparently when he's pulled him down for Tom Tomanagi his knee has just gone smashed straight it. into straight into his face right and I just turn around and I say did you not tell anyone you don't just go to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> to which he's just sort of like looking and going oh, oh yeah I suppose so <laughs> absolutely but again what the, what this comes down to is that that um, old school hard ass Russian mentality yeah, of yeah. like yeah, no well, bad," like sort of sambo because those guys those guys I've got you know friends that have done sambo and, and things like that
2: yeah Yeah,
3: yeah, they're no No, nonsense, man.
4: i just love to see the thought process. Mm, He seems unconscious. I might take a shit. (laughs) It's his first
2: walk-off KO. (laughs) Well,
4: I think, you know, having achieved what you have in uh, judo and being around a lot of high-level jiu-jitsu players and also rugby, I think an important question that a lot of people going into martial arts want to know would be um, which one has the best groupies? Oh, that's a hard one.
3: I, I I think now, because of the popularity, you'd have to say BJJ. Really, absolutely, for a groupie perspective, definitely. Yeah,
1: I got to say, I'm missing out. Then,
3: all right? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, are we talking? Are we talking local groupies? No, or... no, 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 no. We're definitely <laughs> so, not.
1: We're we're we all happy, happily married. married. <laughs> yeah. I just
3: think I think with the with the popularity, I think popularity brings everything. Yep. And I'm, I think at the moment, um, jiu-jitsu is it's riding an amazing wave, Yeah. and it can only be it's it's currently only being challenged by MMA. But ultimately, when you think about it, jiu-jitsu it sort is... of bred MMA. Um, and from that perspective, the only other thing that is, and I don't want to get a moan because, oh, you know, but the only other thing that is currently actually competing with it would be CrossFit. Yeah, really? Absolutely. I think from the most yeah. popular sport around in relation to where you're getting those consistent practitioners just yeah. walking in, doing stuff, um, I think that they, yeah, absolutely. I can say,
1: for, for all the jokes about it, it, it is insanely popular.
3: Absolutely. And yeah. I think it's interesting that you see now that even, so for example... Um, Resilience Training Centre, which is run by Daniel Kelly and Maria Peckley. Yep. So Daniel, obviously, full-time Olympian, UFC yeah. fighter now, all that sort of stuff. Uh, he fights on Sunday. I oh, was yeah, so he, he fights yeah, like, he 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 on fight Sunday. Yeah, too. It's a really good fight. Um, and Maria Peckley, five-time Olympian, bronze medalist, two thousand. Um, they've got their own gym out in in Footscray Way. Yep. And they've incorporated. You know, it's got judo, it's got Brazilian jiu jitsu, yeah. it's got CrossFit, and they're yep. getting a lot of their judoka to do the CrossFit stuff. And okay, from yep. from our perspective. So, um, I was actually discussing this with with an old an old judo friend of mine um, over the weekend, and we were talking about Tabata training. Yeah, right. right. So, and and they just like looked at me, and their quote was. Who the fuck gave it Tabata training? We knew it as as interval training. We just knew it as doing intervals. Me too. Hey, you know, oh, fancy name. All of a sudden (laughs) it's popular. It's like, you know, we've been doing that for 20, 30, 30, 40 years. Marketing 101. That's the thing. Marketing 101. But it's also like you're not reinventing. So when you look at things that CrossFit do, love it or hate it, honestly, um, it's beneficial. Whether or not they're doing. Something one way or something a different way, or you know, when they do their their chin ups and the loop yeah. chin ups yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. half the people <laughs> that complain about it, honestly, I reckon they'd never be able to do a chin up and <laughs> yeah. in life. And that's 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 the biggest issue with me, and that's that's the hardest part, I think, from a uh, from a person that is a- a- active and yep. enjoys yeah. sport. There's nothing worse than an armchair critic who goes, "All <laughs> your form yep. wasn't right," and that's the thing where, <laughs> for, for me too. <laughs> if if you're training if you're training so from a judo perspective or you're training those sort of things um, there's a time to be fluent and there's a time to be strict yeah. with what yeah. you do if you're yeah. doing kata or if you're doing things you should always try and make sure that it's within the guys yeah the minute you get into competition yeah. if it works it isn't wrong <laughs> yeah. end exactly. of discussion yeah if you can find a throw right and and, and now in it, Ultimately, from a judo perspective, there's, there was, well, technically, there's 40 throws in the Gokyo, 40 official throws. Then from there, there's all the band throws. Then from there, yeah. there's the hybrid throws. Then from there, there's this, there's that, there's it. I could show you, a, a, I just saw it just recently, and I, as soon as I saw it, I just sat there and I went, why did I never think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is, but, and it, I'll, I'll, I think it might be on my Facebook page, I'm not too sure. Yeah. It is. A um, double sleeve. So the guy's got one, one sleeve each, yep. and basically we have a throw called Sodate Surakomogoshi, which is basically a you cross your sleeves over and then do a hip throw. Yep. He's yep. basically done that entry to block it. The man's put his foot forward, so he just yep. foot swept him. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it was a pure setup, and yep. it was. And I just like sat there, and the the guy it was a pole. Who was it? It was a a Polish guy. I think it was Pol, Polish dude versus a Russian guy. Yep. yep. And the Russian guy wasn't too happy. <laughs> he, was, he was rather he was rather upset with obviously with him, himself you know, yeah, but, yeah but, but getting foot swept yeah, and yeah. especially in that like you don't see it coming and I, again yeah. what that comes down to is that's for want of a better word and I, I don't like to use it but a bastardization of the sport yep. in yep. relation to how it works yeah. and it was beautiful it's absolutely yeah. beautiful
2: but that's what I love about sort of that younger generation get into these sorts of arts like BJJ and, and judo as well where they've taken sort of out of the box approach to it where they've seen tradition and they've gone alright but what do I apply to my game and then they take what they learn from tradition and have their own little creative yep. edge to it and I think that's really good in progressing these arts into sort of that modern arena of mixed martial arts and especially with Olympics and things like that absolutely
3: yeah. we, for, from us we do have um, <clears throat> you know you, you sort of do have two camps you've got Olympic style judo which yep. is competitive style judo and you have what's called Kodokan judo which is the form of judo yep. you know, yep. it's all about the form and stuff it's like that the martial arts and, and, and I know and I know that there there seems to be that one, that rumbling in the BJJ world where you've got you know Uh, the the self defence form versus the sport form and all that sort uh, of stuff and and and, and, you know what there's room enough for everyone exactly that's and 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 I think that sort of we've we've learnt from that mistake I think from a judo perspective because there there was um there was a massive breakup in the late sixties seventies or something when the federations and the unions and all that sort of stuff and I think it was part and parcel of that right to a point yep part of me but um and and I do you know. you, you often see these these people you know Henzo Gracie saying this and yeah, everyone's kicking yeah. on that and then another bloke turns around and says this and it's sort of like guys if you don't want to do that don't yeah, do it, yeah. don't don't do do it. it. Yeah. exactly if yep. I want to so, so the best way that I could describe it is most judoka probably about 10 years ago maybe a little bit longer we all started dipping our feet in the BJJ thing yep, just yeah. to learn different different tricks for our ground game. Well, yeah. It came from judo anyway. There's so. a natural
2: synergy between BJJ yeah. and judo as well. But,
3: and and that, that that's that's the thing when you when you ultimately look at it from this perspective, Kano Kano was a jiu-jitsu master. Yeah. Right? yeah. he sent Maeda across to BJJ. Yeah. Uh, yep. across to sorry Brazil. across to Brazil yeah. uh, to teach them judo. Yeah, They preferred the ground technique. Yep. All right. We have a form called Cozen Judo which is basically all ground technique anyway. Okay. Yep. Right. But um it it just comes down to so so he's done that the the gracies turned around and said no look we don't really like the judo just give us the jujitsu side and he concentrated more on the ground stuff yeah Yeah. the the reason kano the reason kano created this was that you're supposed to think of yourself in full samurai garb yep yep unarmed if i throw you and you're wearing armor you're not gonna you 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 can't get get up so therefore you're at my whim Yep, that's that. If I throw, or if we both fall down, then from there I'm going to try and do other things. And yep. and it was basically just created to, to, I think to um, what's the word? Uh, to, to appease those people in a feudal system that was no longer feudal. Yeah, right. you yeah. Know? yeah. If, if I'm a samurai and you're a samurai and we can't fight yeah i'm mean, not allowed do. To do this anymore what can you do sort of deal and yep. yeah, and that's a thing it's it, pretty much why the english invented soccer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. run out of wars <laughs> so yeah so and that's why that's why the concept of you falling flat on your back in judo is, right. as an iphone ah, end of discussion that you, makes sense because technically you're dead right. so,
2: yeah that makes a whole lot of sense yep. and that's the other thing with um judo is that it seems like such a, a solid foundation to build any other martial art on top of because you have to, you require such a solid base and a, a solid balance. understanding of balance and control and movement and, someone else. And, and leverage, and especially where you don't have to be the biggest person, but you have to know how to use all your body weight in regards to either stopping someone from doing what they want to do or yeah. having an offensive attack against someone. And yeah, that's why, I, um, especially with the, the sort of little feud that's going on with the European BJJ, uh, Judo, and and um, the UFC and whatnot. Yep. And it seems like they're sort of a match made in heaven because like you're talking about, they're, they're very synergetic in how they can flow on from one another. And... um
3: yeah, I don't know. Did what are
1: you, your thoughts on? Yeah, say. So do you keep up with the all the latest rumblings that have been going on in the last I, six to twelve months? I try
3: or? to. I try to. Um, don't get too much of it, but I did. I did see that the, well, the French Federation, as far as I can remember, mm. I'm not too sure if it's been pulled. But any judoka, any any national ranked judoka or yeah. something like that, will be immediately banned if they they can, do it. Yeah. And, and you know, so I, I don't know. I can't. I, I can't remember what their what their reasoning was for yeah. it. Yeah. But. Um, but guys like... So th- these are names to us. Like Teddy Riner, you put him in a... Yeah. If he, if he learned how to punch... Yep. Yeah. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, this, this guy is just... He's a god. He's yep. an absolute god yep. of judo. And um, I don't know whether he can punch. I don't know. But, um, but you put him in the... You know, with his skill, mm. it would definitely work. It's but again, something. Coming back to... Yeah, coming back to what you're talking about, about the, the, the basic fundamentals of judo and how to move somebody and how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it transcends so many different places yep. and I've looked at it from a different way. I've become, I look at judo as a hub sport. Yeah. So yep. if you learn to fall, here's what you can do. Yeah. If you do this, here's what you can do. Yep. If you learn how to move somebody, here's another sport that you can do. Yeah. And, um, I've sort of capitalized on that with, with my post competition stuff. Yep. And just recently, um, I think it was today. I haven't, I actually haven't read the article. A mate of mine sent me an article and, It basically, I think it says, uh, X amount of reasons why judo is... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long.
2: Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grace episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. So, take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
3: Is beneficial for any sport yeah, exactly. or any athlete. And yep. so, and I had a quick skim through it and I haven't had the chance to fully read yeah. it, but it is. And that's the problem with being jaded. People will yeah. say, well, I have a vested interest. Um, if I can be absolutely objective, yep. absolutely. Yeah. With what I know, the first thing, and I get asked this a lot, what what martial art should I teach my kid? Yep. And the first thing I say is teach them a martial art where they fall. Yep. Yep. Nothing yeah. Nothing
2: else.
3: Yeah. Aikido, yes, they fall. Judo, yes, they fall. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the one thing, and this, is, this isn't this is a criticism. This isn't a criticism. It's just an observer, an, observer, an observation. Yeah. A lot of people that I've worked with, whether it be through privates or whether it be through seminars and things like that, they will come up and they'll go, yeah, I know how to break fall. And then they do a forward roll. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's yeah. like, no, the forward roll is not that part. And and I'm not yeah. being a smartass. It's just the fact where some people will think that that's what it is. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Can, someone who's done so much judo as you, can you close your eyes and hear a breakfall and go, "No, nah, that's wrong"? Because I reckon when I'm in the gym, when you hear somebody break fall, you hear that yeah. whack. You're like, yep. "That's done it right." Oh, definitely. You, you want a quick transfer of
2: energy yep. down yep. the arm, and then just that pinpoint at the fingertips. I've never
3: done it. Okay, I've never done it. But when I come back for wings, I'll, I will have <laughs> yeah. done it, and I will say to you, "Yes or no?" Yeah. Yep. But so, yeah, no. Yeah.
4: I reckon I can because you can hear that rhythm where sort of you hear the the butt and just the shoulder yeah. and the uh, just that crack at the end
2: of the energy just going and yep. then you hear
4: someone who just goes "foomp, pumph and you're like well I didn't
3: yeah, know quite there that, that right. I, I reckon you could definitely like if it was a real shocker yeah you yeah. definitely know the difference but yeah it, it is it's 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 one of those things where that would be my first port of call yeah um, I, I, I put a tweet up yonks ago in relation to it and I just put you know like uh what was it you know gee 80 bucks yeah you know, classes 20 bucks learning to fall confidently at any time priceless and it really is it's absolutely priceless so so that being said but coming back to it and that that's a hard part i found with with um doing private lessons and and seminars with Brazilian jiu-jitsu people because sometimes they do actually think oh yeah it's just going to be a forward roll and then they get thrown or you show them a break fall you throw them and then they look at you as in like I'm, not,
1: they've stuck a, a oh. forearm out. Yeah, no,
3: I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm yeah. done because it is. It's, it's 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 you're using body. You're doing things that are not a not normal because yeah, yeah. we're asking you to change everything that you want to do because you want to put your hand down. You want to do all yeah. that sort of stuff, and also too falling hurts. Yeah, yeah. Of course it does. It exactly. does. The idea is that you, part of the idea of it. Actually. I once had someone bang. That really hurt. I, I thought break falling, it doesn't hurt at all. <laughs> no, it yeah. just it just spreads. <laughs> it to hurt. It that's all. Cool? And then after yeah. a while, what happens is, unbeknownst to <coughs> it, you, you, well, you don't. But you, you know, I've built scar tissue everywhere. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, soon enough, what happens is, you just you just get used yeah. to it. Yeah. You, you get used to it. Your body adapts yeah. to it. The body is an amazing thing.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're talking stereotypes, your jitsu guys are known for having piss poor stand up. Yeah, so
3: it, it goes with a you
1: know their idea of a break fall is pulling guard. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
3: But and, and that's that's the thing about it. I I, I really I, I get confused about a, a sport that starts standing up. Yeah. That you want to get to the you ground. Spend, and yeah. guys so just want to sit time. down yeah. And yeah. spend so many, little time. If, you, if someone asked me about it one day, and I said if you put, if you put the break down, I reckon it's ninety eight percent ground. Yeah. Two percent standing. Yeah. Maybe I could go to three or four, maybe. Yeah, from from my experience that I've had, whereas from a judo perspective, it's changed. Yeah. now. Yeah. we've we sort of back in the day, it was sort of like you know seventy thirty. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the European style and the Japanese are completely different, but now we, you know, it's pretty much almost fifty fifty, okay. maybe sixty yeah. forty. So you have people where, and I wasn't, I wasn't a technician or a ground guy by any stretch of the imagination. I came from a yep. club where throwing was important. Yep, because it's. It, the The concept of judo is maximum efficiency for minimum effort. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so if I can, if my match goes for five minutes and I can, then I reckon I can throw you in one. Yep. There's no use me mucking around with you on the ground. Yeah. yeah. So yep. if you go to the ground in my sport, I'm allowed to just like look at the referee, put exactly. my hands on you, and just he'll go, okay, stand up, stand go up again, in. we'll do it again. Yep. So yep. and that's fine. I've choked out two blokes and put one, maybe two submissions on in my time. Wow. Yep. And one of them, I was, I was at a, I think it was a Victorian International Open or something and I, i'd i ripped on a ripped on a strangle. And I, I seriously almost gave myself a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Really like I'm ripping this thing on and, and that the the referee was on her knees underneath looking at this guy to just see where where he was and what he was. That's a good referee. She was yeah, about I... she was about to to call it. She had her yeah. hand up to say Mate and yeah. thank God this guy's gone <laughs> And I'm like, Yeah it's on, it's on <laughs> I had, I had nothing left, I was seeing stars, and then oh, sorry, and then she's yeah. like Mate, I stood up and I was like really dizzy? <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Oh, oh, yep. That and That's so all I had. so for me it's that point where I would only ever and it, this was the way that I did it, and I would not suggest this. Yep. Uh when we were doing Niwaza training, uh I would immediately so we'd we'd bow, I'd immediately go into turtle. The reason I'd go into turtle, A, because of the Osakomi rule. Yep. But I'd go into turtle and I'd hold off for approximately fifteen seconds. Right. So if that person could not get me rolled over or in a position for 15 seconds, yep. I'd be, br- I'd be brought, brought okay? up so I could go again. Yep. Once I'd seen that 15 seconds, I just threw caution to the wind yep. and nine right. times out of 10 would just get owned. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before we move off jitsu, yep. um, you were also on the training squads for the Olympics or practice squads?
3: Yeah, I was, um, I was a training partner in training two, partner. 2004 and 2008. So, um, how, yeah. How did that come about, and what do you do as a training partner? You get flogged. <laughs> <laughs> so, so pretty much, um, there was a call. The Judo Federation of Australia put out um, a an invite for people to apply. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, you were then ratified by the Judo Federation, the Australian Olympic Committee. And all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yep. Well, what sort of questions do right. they ask?
4: Like, you know, do you heal quickly? Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they had. <laughs>
3: no, just, just ratified. So basically, is this guy good enough to is go? He yeah. Yeah. Is, is he good enough to go? And is that he was, not
4: crazy uh, enough to he'll or
3: Absolutely. And then that that's the thing. So I got dragged along um, in 2004. Um, I was making my run. In, I was I having a crack at 2008. Yep. Um, right. It right. didn't go my way. Um, yep. I, I came, I think it was... 7th 7th I think in the first qualifier um lost to a very good friend of mine basta um, <laughs> uh, so lost to a very good friend of mine to try and get through a little bit further um which then left me open so therefore basically the second qualifier you had to you had to make the Australian squad yep, right. so to go through um and what I had to do to make the Australian squad I can't remember mathematically it was it was mathematically it was possible yep, yep. um as far as the rest was concerned, it was hard. I had guys, I, Well, I had I had Mark Anthony who went to who went to London and beat beat the European champ, the reigning European champion Man, at the yeah. time. So I had him in my thing. I had Tom Hill, Commonwealth Games gold medalist from two thousand two, yeah. and one of the stalwarts of our sport. I had all these guys to, worry. Yeah. and then I had the Kiwis to worry about. So um, and you know and 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 a few others, but. Um, so basically, what what had to happen was for me to medal at the national titles. Once I medaled, if yep. I medaled, it would have got me top three, which would have got me on the which would have got me on the plane, which then would have yep. I would have been on for and, yep. and had to go. And anything could happen in the day, and yep. it actually did in my weight division. Which really, yeah. So um, a week before the national titles, I broke my hand. Oh, oh blah, 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 blah. so <laughs> I was dirty. I was dirty. I broke, broke yeah. my head. I had a spiral fracture on my. Um, in, from, in, from training or elsewhere? yeah yeah so uh, i had a i had a uh, a little throw that ended up getting called the or nicknamed the heartbreaker and it was from a um i won't name this person they might listen um, <laughs> there was a particular person who pushed it to me but never beat me and they were right. sort of like my bunny um, we'll call him Darryl Cullinan (laughs) (laughs) so judo Darryl (laughs) Um, judo Darryl judo Darryl and I had a few you know we we had a little bit of a it was a healthy competition it was a healthy competition Um, don't wish the guy any you know any ill will he's a great great person he's a really nice guy but um from that perspective we were pretty staunch and you know? I think he was he was the guy coming up like I wasn't at the peak but yeah. he was a little bit below me and he was really trying to claw and I was and I did the same thing I used to pick people that I wanted to beat and when I got to yeah. them I'd look yeah. ahead yeah. and I think I was one of those people um, very very good judoka uh, anyway one particular day uh, we'd, we'd fought a few times and the last fight I th- and it was it was the last fight we'd had um, he uh, oh, he got me with Yoko Tominagi Okay. So he got me with Yoko Tominagi. So Yoko Tominagi is side. So basically Yoko means side. Yep. Um, he did the, the, the Tominagi, but he sort of gone into my side and turned me to his side. Okay. For, right. yep. Without right. without going too far into to visuals and stuff. Yep. Anyway, um, as I've gone over, I wasn't I've never really been um, super agile. <laughs> yeah, so like rather, than, <laughs> no, rather than rather than being able to do the old one armed cartwheel, cartwheel and right. stand over, um, in midair I knew I was going over back first. So I turned and basically took it halfway. Yep. So to to minimize the the score, yeah. um, if the referee's listening, I honestly think it was still a Yuko. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, make sure he gets it. Yeah, yeah. It was actually hit, so I got scored a Wazari. So two Wazaris equal to Nippon. If he gets landed yep. with another Wazari, I'm dead. Half point. Basically. Absolutely. Yeah. So the the issue with that is Wazari is a really hard thing to chase down. Yeah, And yep. we're talking back in the days where you could get penalised. So he could fa he could still he could muck around for an hour and a minute and a half yep. yeah. and get penalised and you know, be we'd be yep. about equal yep. sort of deal okay. so he had a lot of time on his sleeve yeah. so anyway we were coming down um, coming down to I think it was like 10, 15 seconds left on the clock um, I got my grip Yep. I got this specific grip for, for, for this throw that I did and it was Basically a sit down Taniyotoshi, for want of a better word. Right. Um, it's hard to describe. Again, they sound awesome. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, anyone that that fought me um, would know it because it I became <laughs> I my be- move. I absolutely I became the biggest one trick <laughs> yeah. pony you've know, ever seen in your life. Um, and it actually as much as as much as I it, it was a really really good throw. It sort of ruined my judo. I had really good haragoshis and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. I just put this one on. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you the if I've got time, I'll tell you the origin. All the time in the yeah. world. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the origin of the throw in a minute. But um, so anyway, I, I, this guy was protecting that grip like there was no tomorrow. He did not want me to touch my left hand on his on his on his right lapel. Yeah. So uh, and with about fifteen seconds on, I've latched on. I've yep. hooked his other arm in, so like I basically locked that side up. Yep. And he has run backwards for dear life. I have just <laughs> yeah, yeah. gone with him and taken the biggest step you could ever, like a, almost like a hurdler's pose. Yep, right. grabbed, grabbed his inside leg and flicked him over. As he's hit, he's just turned around. He, like The expletives came out. <laughs> and he's just like, Look, he's gone, Well, that's just. Fucked my weekend up. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I got up. And um, I got up and one of my guys just turned around and he said, what did he say to you? And I said, oh, he just said, oh, I just really fucked his weekend up. And he, turned around. he goes, oh, you're a heartbreaker. And we went, oh, there we oh, go. There it is. Yeah. So because he banged his missus too. <laughs> No. Uh,
2: Never proven. <laughs> Malcolm bangs.
3: <laughs> it finally arrived. it <laughs> did happen. <laughs> but, but yeah, so the origin to that throw was um, we had a Japanese guy. I can't remember. He was just a, just came from Japan, just jumped on our mat, um, sort of mucked around a little bit. And immediately the first thing I would do is seek seek them yep. out. Yep. The one thing that I love about our sport and the martial arts in, the, in that realm in my opinion, the trust of it, the, the, the true test of a person's, um, metal is yep. whether or not you go and beat up the little kids or yeah. the or you go out there and you just turn around and you go, you're really good.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> come over here and show me something. Yeah. You learn yep. more. Off, from, you learn proper audit. Absolutely. You learn more yep. from your mistakes. Yeah. I've learned more. Honestly, you know, I'll stand by this. I've learned more from my mistakes yep. and I have come further from every failure I've ever had. Yeah than I would have if I was successful yep. and that's and that, and that's what I honestly believe um, so this particular gentleman he kept getting me with this bloody thing and I just turned around and I went excuse me and I said how long and this was oh, so th- what this was was uh, there was an invasion of Russian judo uh, in the late 90s early 2000s you yep. had to have leg picks and grappling sort of okay. wrestling style
2: Yeah.
3: if you didn't have a categoruma so like a fireman's carry or something like that right. you needed it in your arsenal because it was going nuts Yeah. So, um, all of a sudden here's this guy with this perfect other version. I had one catagroomer, he had a different style for me. I was like, beautiful. Right. And it was technically a sit down, Tana Toshi, but it sort of looks like a category. All good. So I'm having a chat to him. I'm like, Oh, you know how long are you in the country for? Pardon me. He's like, Oh, you know, i leave next week. Da, 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 da. So are you training anywhere else? He goes, yeah, I'm, I think I'm training somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, can you come upstairs with me and teach me this throw? right so, so he nobody right. else has seen absolutely went <laughs> straight upstairs went straight upstairs locked the door absolutely went through it went through it and I just turned around to him I said will you where will you be you know what client blah 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 and I just turned around to him and said would you do me a favour don't it. tell him that if no one asks <laughs> do he didn't yep right. hey, the days before YouTube eh? absolutely and before and, and the thing the thing about this was that Maria Peckley was using this right yep right but very rarely, but she'd pop it in a different way. Right. But it was there. Yeah. To this day. So, so basically then from there, I just started honing it, honing it, honing it. And it became my number one throw. And you, it was a real, it was a decent throw because it would work to the advantage of the way the game was played. Yeah. Right. Um, and then from there, I'd, I'd have people try and throw me with my own throw (laughs) and they wouldn't know how to do it properly. (laughs) Or they'd come up and I remember, uh, Ben Donegan, I think it was, um, turned around to me one day one state training he's like looking at me he's going can you show me that throw and I said no, no. <laughs> and, and um anything else think about yeah, no, no no I just went no and he's like I looked at me and he's like, oh, but, like listen and I said when I'm retired maybe you know? <laughs> and um yeah said, I'll show anyone now because yeah. I can't actually do it so but that being said Ivo DeSantos when they actually got rid of the the leg picks Ivo actually right. created a very similar throw without the use of grabbing a leg, yeah. Ah, okay. So immediately, ah. like I'd been retired, so, and Ivo's nicer than me because I said, "Show me, show me." <laughs> to which he did. I can't do it, <laughs> so I always nah, want to put the leg. There. Yeah. <laughs> so,
4: one good thing about the judo, though, you could always go uh, full inscrutable Oriental. You could say, "You know, I'll show you as soon as you can uh, take the pebble from my hand, <laughs> as soon as you can uh, catch the swallow in mid-flight," and they'd be like. Okay, yeah. You're <laughs> like, I like oh, what the fuck I'm talking about? Get out that out. way, mate. <laughs> Good luck.
3: But yeah, so so that's that's how that that origin started, and yeah, so hence hence the heartbreaker that came, came, came to fruition. So.
2: Oh, as, as they say, advantages are taken or handed out. Yep. So I think you played that one well. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's the one thing I love about um, sort of the Australian approach to um, martial arts, you know, in general. The last twenty years is that because we're not. Uh, you know, a very historical country I've been around for that long compared to everyone else we haven't had have time to build up that deep culture which caused rifts between certain martial arts it's Absolutely. all generally pretty new and so the acceptance of cross training and going from one gym to another gym seems to be a lot more uh, tolerated here than does yeah. some overseas I, I think at the general level yeah there's still a lot
4: of politics in all martial arts yeah, yeah. but you don't get the same four generations worth of politics. Yeah. But
2: in Australia, like, like we went and trained, to, trained at Jamie's gym. Yeah. You know, we did a podcast there at, down at, um, at Renegade. And no problems, you know. It's not a DeBean gym. It's not associated with Peter J, but just good people. It's yeah. all right to go and train with them and take what you learn back to the people that you train with and especially the the cross-training with. You don't have to be jiu-jitsu. You can be a judo. You can go to do oh. Muay Thai and anything and, and it's generally it's okay it's
4: accepted well i think in australia you, you can learn something from everyone yeah and yeah. that's especially yeah. true in all martial arts because even if it's not applicable to your art it could be applicable to your fitness to your style yeah. to your self-defense could be just something that's cool yeah yeah and yeah looking cool is damn important of course Absolutely. anyone who <laughs> said it's not as full of shit Hence, get you laid rolls.
3: more than beating up people <laughs> coming coming back to what you just spoke about and that, that's the beauty about this and i think in some ways some people get led by that social stereotype where no oh, well I'm just sporting yeah yeah you know, yeah and that if you're co- I honestly believe this if your coach legitimately says to you don't go to that club mm.
1: all he's, right, ho- he's hiding something there's yep. something <laughs>
3: wrong <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. coach I'm telling you right now if you came to me and said Malcolm go through the fo- go through the 40 throws of the gokyo yep. right I would turn around to you and say, I'm not weak. I'm weak at this. I'm not weak at this. Yeah. This is my forte. This is not. Yeah. You want to learn that? Go over there because yeah. that person's world class or that person's really good at what they do and they'll yeah. take you through it. By all means, I'll get you to the basics. Yeah. But no one knows everything. Yeah. My, skill, mm-hmm, my exactly. skill was leg picks. My skill yeah. became leg picks. Yep. I was yep. also a damn good Haragoshi guy, but, but um, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll start Harag- a list. Haragoshi. Yeah. Oh. I don't think these headphones will last long, um, but they're Eddie tested. Okay. <laughs> but but it is it's it's that thing where um, you've got to know your limitations. So you've got to know what it is. If someone yeah. came to me and said, "Oh look, I want to learn. I want to learn these sort of." Um, you know judo niwaza style because it's a little bit faster, etc., etc. Yep. Et I only show what I know. There's yeah. no mm. use me trying to show somebody something that yeah. I sort of got an idea and sort of know how it does, and yep. and, in the, in and the, that's where a good coach comes in. I think there's, there's the old saying, you know, it takes it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah, it mm. takes numerous cultures to raise yeah. an athlete. Yep. whether yep. whether or not you be, um, whether or not you be a weekend warrior. Yeah, or in the elite of the elite. Yeah. And, exactly, and, and I understand where you're coming from to the, to that point, but in relation, coming back to the the feuds and all this, back back in the heyday of judo in Melbourne, um, the majority of the 2000 Olympians pretty much came out of law, uh, Laylaw Judo Club and Caulfield Judo Club. Okay. Right, right. 2004 majority came out. You know, so it was really Melbourne based sort yep. of deal. Um, and there was a lot of there was a lot of friction between those two. There was a real bit of politicking going on. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just you either choose to get into it or you choose to bury your head. Yeah, yeah. I was lucky. Like I was lucky. I was one of those people that I would train at Caulfield on a Monday, train at Layla on a Tuesday, yep. occasionally, yep. and yep. then train back because I just didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. And you stay away from people. Like so, it'd be the point where yeah. if I'm if 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 I was fighting the eighty-one kilo guy there, yeah, and we were in a bit of a, t- I might either I might walk up to him and say. Yeah, you know, if, if we were actually competing for points or something like that, you know, I'd say, "Look, are you right with me being here? Yeah, do, you, yeah. do you want to fight yeah. me? Or do, you, do you want to actually do randori, or do you just want to keep going?" To? And, and we'll look exactly. over each other's shoulder yeah, and see who's yeah, the yeah. one, <laughs> Start right? Hugs. So, so it's that sort of stuff where, and and that was the thing. I think it's how you, how you perceive it more yeah, than anything yeah. else. And I think it's it's that thing where. Martial arts gives confidence. Martial arts gives so much confidence to everybody, whether yeah. or not you're good or you're not. It just gives you an exude, it exudes confidence. And the one thing a confident person should do is stand up for themselves yep. and stand yeah. up for their
2: beliefs. Exactly. You yep.
3: know? I would not want to someone to turn around to me and say, well, this is it. Or, you know, And then me just go blindly, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Could, it just won't work that way. And, and I think that's the hard part. You become new. Yeah. Into it, and you think, "Oh, yep. this is the status quo." If the status quo doesn't feel right, yeah. don't listen. That's why we. Uh, what, what's the what's the Brazilian term for client? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, my coach. So this is legit. My coach is, and always will be Arthur Moore's head. Yep. Yep. Now Arthur Arthur had two tin hips. Was <laughs> old. Sorry, mate. Um, he um, he was. Uh, a friend, he was like a, a surrogate grandfather, he was everything to me. He was a great man. Um now he will always be my coach. But under that, yep. our mm. club coach was Gabor Zabo. Yep. Yep. Under him there was uh Ola. Then from there I've got Angela Deacon was the national coach of that one of the national women's coaches and stuff like that. Yep, I still yep. to this day call a coachy. Yeah. Right. I've had so many Different people that I could call coach, right. but Arthur Mooreshead will always be my coach. Yeah. Yep. And and that's the thing where he, as a as a uh as an athlete, as a person that that spends time at one club, you can call your home club your home club. Yeah. Yep. I still look I've run Bangs Dojo and Bangs Dojo Judo Club. Yep. That was one of the hardest days of my life. Yep. To sign a paper and ring up JFA and say. I can't be a core field member anymore because you're right. oh,
5: okay. that was
3: hard for me. That yep. was really, really hard for me. It was one of the, and, and that was, and I even running at running my club, my, my, my friend who, who is one of the coaches there, Nahiro Takatani, uh, he was doing some gradings and stuff and he said, oh, I just want you to come down on the mat. I'm like, absolutely. Yep. The first thing I did was walk up to my, my, um, my coach's wife, which is Susie. My coach, my coach has passed away and, uh yeah he's, he's been gone five years and it just seems so mm, yeah. yesterday but the first thing i said to her was i'm home yeah, yeah, yeah. i ran a judo club <laughs> yeah at elsewhere but i was home and yeah. i always will be home yeah and that that's that's the thing so i think if there are people listening out there that that, that, that worry about this you know club versus club thing and all yeah. that sort of stuff honestly if, if a coach is telling you don't do this or don't do that they're hiding something yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they're hiding something so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um with the the judo and uh, the MMA do you take a special interest when you see a judoka come up like I mean there's there's one name that's absolutely. obvious Absolutely
3: <laughs> absolutely look um absolutely uh Ronda Rousey has really put judo on the map um look Caro Parisian did I, I was I seen uh, the Caro Kar, did, did very well yeah Caro was sort of the first sort of dude that yeah, yeah. and he had some nice throws Absolutely too. the the issue with Caro and I think this is this this is where the 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 similarities could be made Caro was a pioneer for judo in MMA, in yeah. MMA um, and Ronda is a pioneer for judo for women in MMA now in relation to that the the differences are that most of the blokes at Cara was fighting they've all fought for a long long time yep in something yep whereas a lot of these women so you compare that Ronda Rousey has been doing this her mother so for people who don't understand or don't know um, her mother is a world champion. Okay. And if you've watched The, the Ultimate Fighter when she was uh, <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah, coach. Yes. yes she's yes, yes, she's yes. no bullshit. Yeah, she's yep. Her mother. Now, I've got to get this right. So basically, her mother won a world championship over an Australian called Sue Williams. Okay. This is a good... Gr- and Sue Williams, amazing. Now... Ronda, Ronda has basically been as if anyone that did watch that you can see Ronda has pretty much been tormented <laughs> yeah. um, but yep. that being said it has produced it has produced a very good high level judoka she that, was yeah. named well, the
1: most dominant athlete in the world
3: yeah, yeah. in the last couple of days she was yeah. a world champion she was a junior world champion and she won Olympic bronze yep. now uh, in her mind she expected more of like, course yeah. right Um And the thing with her, so just in this comparison is that here's a girl that's been doing this or a woman that's been doing this for pretty much most of her life coming in to fight women that primarily Uh, at 16, 17, maybe 20 went to a JITS club or went to a boxing club to get fit and went, hang on a second, I like this. Let me No amount of takedown defense, (laughs) no amount of takedowns is going to, in any way, shape, or form, beat Ronda Rousey. That being said, the only thing that was going to beat Ronda Rousey was another judoka. However, what she's now done, and no offence to any judoka that I happen to know that do (laughs) MMA, (laughs) have a look at judokas at punch. Yeah, right? yeah, sorry guys, um, but have a look oh, at what she's oh, done. Jitsu, there's no BJJ's no jitsu guys like yeah. that, Damian Meyer. But it's this thing where it's, it's this <laughs> first four UFCs. <laughs> <laughs> it's this thing now where what she's done is she's become a world class striker. Yeah, yeah. So now any world class judoka that comes in, they're five years behind her striking. Yeah. They might yeah. have a better ju- They might have a better uh, ground judo- game yep. than uh, sorry, judo game than her. But she's going to be able to hold him out with a punch. Yeah. Which is just... And then counter their judo with her judo. Yeah. Yep. So she has played, in my opinion, the perfect thing for her to yep. probably... This might come back to bite me. Finish undefeated and retire. Well, undefeated. I, the, I don't the, see anyone beating her. I'm going to say, no. Misha
1: Tate's the second best in her weight division in the world. And they're, uh, they're, there's a chasm between the two. You
3: know, you know you've got your opponent screwed Literally, mentally, when their corner turns around and says, well, "You got to the second round." Yeah, yeah well done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That tells you yeah. something really, really big.
4: Yeah. The only so. problem she's got is finding people to fight her. Yeah. Well, that's what we're well, saying. We're just that
2: re- we'll probably never see the best Ronda Rousey because yeah. there's no one that can push her no. to that level.
1: We're just waiting for the cyborg fight if it ever happens. Yeah. And, know, to be
2: honest, and I don't I, think cyborg will have much for Ronda anyway. Well,
1: it'd be interesting. It's the only interesting fight she's got left. Yeah. I mean, do you that, really want to see Miesha fighting Emma Call? Honestly, yeah.
4: I, think, I think Ronda would knock her out just because that
3: jaw goes a long way out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Doesn't it? laughs> Ain't no hiding that thing. I think that's <laughs> the thing that the biggest thing that 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 is for me scared Ronda scared me regarding Ronda's success. Part of me was the, um, getting knocked out, but I yeah. don't think there's a woman on the on the circuit. And I'm, I'm unsure that would have one punch knockout power. I
4: don't I as many seen women. It. In MMA, that have one punch knockout power no, in that weight category, absolutely Definitely not. And yeah. and and, um, and
3: that's that's the biggest that's the biggest probably danger there, or one kick knockout power yeah. sort mm, of deal. True, true. You don't really see it, so therefore yeah, that yeah. plays into her hands very very well. Yeah. So and 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 look, I I, I haven't really followed the cyborg thing. You know, I heard about yeah. cyborg and, and all that sort of stuff, and I, I understand how it works. But as a, I, I'm I'm commenting on this and I probably shouldn't but I'm commenting of course on you the- can we've commented on plenty of <laughs> stuff <laughs> we're going no commenting on <laughs> we're going <laughs> to millions of people yeah um, of course I'm, I'm sort of commenting on this without any um, yeah without any due diligence so like every
4: <laughs> other bloke commenting on every martial arts YouTube <laughs> oh, clip okay. ever
3: cool cool um, I honestly believe that um, from from this perspective you know you hear this thing where she she is is a black belt in Jiu Jitsu or, or
1: uh, who, Ronda or no, or no, Cyborg? no. Sober,
3: um, I'm not sure. I I'm think she's sure. more of a kickboxing yeah. background. But yeah. so I think I'm she's so shooter, I'm shooter, not shooter sure. box. Yeah, yeah, shooter box or something. Because yeah. yeah. she the did a lot of grappling. She did a lot of grappling yeah. and all yeah. that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Nah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, because <laughs> now happen. and and this is the other thing too. It's it's quite interesting. And I remember when I used to say to people, "Look out for Ronda Rousey. Look out for Ronda yeah. Rousey after a first couple." People go, oh, yeah. "You know what does she do? Judo. Oh yeah." And then you go, "No, she's got ground game. Oh, so that's jujitsu." It's like, no, 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 no. no, no Watch yeah. her ground game. It's, it's, it's different. It is. But that being said, now apparently she has been graded to to black belt and BJJ as well. Oh, probably. I mean, so, I mean so, have to- and and you know what? That's the thing. I, look, I've had, I've you know, just just to to put it out there, two thousand and four. U.S. Open. I actually coached my partner against her yep. in oh, in, right. in, a, in a competition, yep. and all we kept yelling out was "Bring your arm in, bring your arm in, bring <laughs> your arm." <in." laughs> yeah. Because Rhonda was actually on her arm on a consistent basis, so they would they would basically go to the ground in a neutral stance of some description, yep. Cath turtle up, or you know try and do this, and and, and she was on her arm consistently. Yeah. My, right. my partner lost by sheeto so she lost by a penalty because she. Yeah. Just- yeah, no, no, no. Just uh, she wasn't fighting; she couldn't okay. fight because yeah. basically it was going to the ground. And, and Ronda was so busy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. busy,
3: yeah, busy, 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 yeah. busy. Now, when that person's busy, you can't do much. Yeah. Yeah. So then, all of a sudden, the ref just turns around and goes, "Mate,
1: yeah, work, do penalty yeah. to you."
3: Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So, so um, having seen her in action within the judo world, having been that close to the action where you're actually trying to coach against her with what she does and how she does it so naturally, you you understand it. And and from that, you know, and I'm not taking anything away from Cyborg in any way, shape or form. I just think that she wouldn't have... I don't think she'd have the tools in yeah. multiple ways yeah. there's nobody else like her so she yeah. wouldn't have faced anybody like her Exactly, and yeah.
4: I think women's MMA is at that stage that men's was a while back in that people have a major style Absolutely. in women's MMA yeah, in the men's UFC levels and Bellator and everything you don't have one style everyone's multi-style yeah, exactly. you That's have to be. Now, yeah. If, yeah. if you can't strike forget about it if you have no ground game you're done it doesn't yep. matter so much so that even guys like um, Big Country He's, yeah, you wouldn't call him the fittest athlete in the world. No. You wouldn't call him the fittest athlete in the suburb. He's fitter than, you, than he looks.
3: He was an so. end, yeah. I think he was a level Division One NCAA wrestler. is yeah. he, he,
4: until a, he figured out it was easier to just knock blokes absolutely.
3: out. Absolutely, but hmm. that's like that's the thing when you can stand there and you've got one like you've got this like you know NCAA Div, Div One wrestling is massive yeah. in, in the, the US, right? So you put that. As your backup? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, what? Well, um, you know, yeah, it, it, insane, you just there it? and just go, hang on a second. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just going to punch you in the but, head. Yeah. It isn't funny though,
1: He's a div one um, wrestler. He's also, he is a world-class jujitsu. Like he has, yeah. he has wins over Matt Hughes at AD. And he has, he has that a, lovely wow, overhand And then he has the big overhand I right. Wow. And that's the one that you... Tell, they should have just most, put,
4: you know, instead of having jiu-jitsu or, you know, overhand ride or lab wrestler, just in style, just put mullet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> KFC and a mullet. <laughs> but um, what, what kind of annoyed me with, um, with sort of Ronda's success is that there's no doubt that, that judo is a fundamental element of the progression of martial arts from, from a uh, mixed martial arts perspective. Whereas if you want to learn anything, it's in your best interest to get very good at judo. Yep. It's like judo, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, striking. But it seems like judo in general hasn't picked up on the momentum that Ronda's created for it, and they're almost trying to fight against it. And it seems like, like for me personally, I, I like judo. I really um, learning just the of Judo improved my my ground game just with positioning and hip movement like massively. And so it, I kind of find it annoying that they're not getting that advantage to where, for my for my opinion. When you're teaching little kids in the martial arts, I think you get them judo first. Then when they're about 10, 12, 14, then you put them onto jiu-jitsu or something like that. Absolutely. But learn the fundamentals on how your body works, how um, leverage and center um, of gravity balance. and balance and things like that. Um, the mechanics of how your body can, can be used in your own advantage. And then learn how to... Um, Put that into a, a real aggressive finishing, you know, life or death situation. Absolutely, but uh, it's, I found it really annoying that uh, it seemed like the judo, well the European judo community, were kind of fighting back against success that ronda was just waiting to give them all i think yeah.
3: because it isn't, it, it, i think it's illegal i think mma i think that's what i remember is ah, mma mma is illegal in france right. i think. Oh, so therefore okay. it's that thing where yeah so they've yet to ah. they've sort of yet to woke up to it so it's sort of that thing where yep. yeah yeah it, it, it's illegal in france so therefore if you do it you're banned yeah. etc so that
4: look, might i remember a couple of seasons ago in the ultimate fighter the french fighter he yeah. came in and said, he, he, "I'm here to represent the French and to show hip-boxer. that, yeah. yeah, to show that we are not quitters, quitters, whatever." And then he quit on his stool. Yeah, yeah. But I think, oh, I no, think
3: dude, what, what did what did she, uh, groundskeeper Willie call him? Cheese eating surrender yeah, That's like that.
2: <laughs> But I think judo should be wrestling for the rest of the world because we don't grow up wrestling at school and any of that stuff. But I think judo can fill that gap because I remember even in Broken Hill where I grew up the first martial art I was ever exposed to was judo, judo. because one of my friends did it yeah. and the first thing I ever learned was a break fall yep. in yeah. the classroom in year three I still remember <laughs> it to this day I still remember it and that's the first thing I learned. and it seems like that can fill that gap that wrestling gives the the American um, fighters yep. judo should fill that gap in like Australia and, and the other parts of the world. It's, oh, yeah, it's a great base you're right, right
4: in what you're saying that it, it's great to teach kids because you've got three elements of most fights you got you know your hand to head punch and kicking your transition throws into ground and then your ground yep. yeah yeah you're not going to teach a kid to punch someone in the face. Like, no. it, It's just not. Exactly. Do. And same wise, you know, starting off with a, a jiu-jitsu or a ground fighting background, that's fantastic too. Great fun. But learning how to fall, learning how to protect yourself is applicable to every sport. Like, Absolutely. Especially Which with AFL. We've, we've talked before about how um, at the moment you're seeing a lot of people dive into attack with a head. Yeah. yeah. Someone's going to get paralyzed with that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless you learn to protect your body. Um, yeah. And a lot of these guys this who are coming up from... Technique. Yeah, from yeah. under-18s straight into AFL level, they've never played against grown men and learned to you know just bring their shoulders up, protect their neck, yep. um, bring their whole body into a, a tight ball and take the hit, um, is that- which is what judo and a lot of other uh, martial arts that include throws and you know impact... Yeah, will actually teach you. Otherwise, you end yeah. up broken. and
1: that's a brilliant segue into um, your other um, uh, position now with uh, Zenith Sports and yep. get your tackle on. Yep. So, how did this come about as well?
4: So I think uh, that's a better name than get
3: your tackle out. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we we
1: um we'll just leave it there with Mal um, about halfway through the chat. So uh, we're about to get into his uh, his other life as uh, head of Zenith Sports and uh, starting a get your tackle on.
2: Um, Or or tuck your tackle in, as the case may be.
1: (laughs) James Kelly would have been wise to to, to wear that one. Um, So you'll hear uh, the last 30 seconds. uh, You just heard will be the first
5: 30 seconds of the next episode. So uh, join us back uh, for the next episode uh, in a sec.